Well, our scripture this morning comes from Philippians, Philippians 4, 4 to 9. Rejoice in the Lord always, I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all, the Lord is near. <clears throat> Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, Put it into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. The word of God. Praise be to God. Last week we talked about angels, and we talked about the, the reality and the true look at angels and how they are. We looked at the fairy tale stuff about angels. And this week as I sat at home... <coughs> and I watched a commercial, I became very distressed and very crushed because I realized we're not going to get to sit on clouds and eat bagels and cream cheese. <laughs> not going to happen. It's a fairy tale. I thought it would be so much fun to be able to eat bagels and cream cheese and never gain a pound. Oh. But, when we turn to our message for today, I will just have to get over it and learn to live in joy and peace with it. We're talking about experiencing the, pre, the, the peace that transcends all understanding. You know, joy and peace are so often elusive to so many people. You know them. They're, it's even elusive to us at times. Can't find that peace because we've got those problems in our lives. There's loneliness, family tensions, unexpected crisis, grief, national events that make them just seem beyond our grasp. Joy and peace are beyond our grasp at times. This year, 2020, we know all about it. We know about the COVID pandemic. It has brushed away all sense of normalcy that might, might have been found. Social distancing, quarantine, unemployment, fear are some of the things that have been, we've all been dealing with. I pray you're not dealing with too much fear because God is with you. But certainly concern, certainly concern, and maybe a bit of worry about our loved ones. It's been a year filled with crazy headlines and shocking news. And many loved ones have been lost, and we've seen violent protests here and around the world, wildfires, all kinds of things. 
we wonder what's happening to our world, what's happening to God's world. Well, on a personal level, we are. We are concerned with catching the virus. We hear every day of a few more in our area. They're talking about 6,000 a day in Ontario before mid-December. That is worrisome. We can't get physically close to one another anymore. We can't hug. How oh, we miss those hugs. Can't shake hands. We can't see the full expressions of faces due to masks. I've recently been in the grocery store and somebody said, Hi, Bonnie, and I've had to really look. Who the heck are you? <laughs> Especially if they come in with their hood over their head down to here and they've got their mask. And, and that did happen once. It was funny and, and no frills. Maybe three weeks ago, I thought I saw Jocelyn from a distance. And uh, you know me, I'm just thanking God I didn't yell, Hi, Jocelyn! Because it wasn't her when I got close. I did see her and recognized her another week, but you got to be a little bit careful in the store when you're meeting people. And, and, and you, don't, you don't want them to know you, you don't recognize them. I mean, heaven forbid. But anyways, it, it's a strange and, and, a, and, a, and a different time. And right now, it just seems like there's no end in sight right now. They're talking about the shot. We're praying to God they will get that and get that out as soon as possible. And some of us think, well, I'm not going to take that right away until I see if it works. But I think it's getting to the point where we're all saying, bring it on. Bring it on, let's have it, let's try it. So is this insanity? Are we doomed? Might seem like it. Till we come across this morning's scripture and we wonder how Paul can call, can, can, can call us to rejoice in the face of such madness. How can God expect those who struggle with mental and physical illness, as well as other problems, to rejoice? How can he expect that? The theologian Karl Barth once called joy a continually defiant nevertheless. Joy is a continually defiant nevertheless. This suggests that the joy Paul is talking about isn't based on circumstances. When Paul wrote the letter to the Philippians, he was living in a Roman prison. He was to appear in court soon to face judges and charges against him. The verdict that could lead to his, his execution. He had some problems. The church he was writing to was undergoing a lot of persecution and having all kinds of problems. So Paul, in spite of his situation and his own problems, writes a letter of encouragement to them. Rejoice in the Lord always. And I'll say it again, rejoice. Paul writes, let your gentleness be evident to all. Do not be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, 
present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Now, what would people pay for peace? I'm sure every one of you have thought, oh, if I could just get peace about this. If I could just get some peace about this situation. What would you pay, you know? True peace that can rejoice even in a jail cell as one awaits the possibility of execution? What would you pay for this? Peace that transcends all understanding and guards our hearts and minds, even amid the biggest problems this world can throw at you? How much is it worth? Millions? Billions? Trillions? And it can't be bought. It can't be bought. It is, in the truest sense, priceless. You know about the story of the young man that came to Jesus in search of peace. He asked Jesus what he must do to receive it. Jesus said, you've got to sell everything you have. You've got to give it all to the poor, and you have to come and follow me. But when the young man heard this, he became very sad because he was extremely rich, and he left. He left sad, but he left rich in material things that he was unwilling to part with because of the grip they had on him. So I ask you today, what has a grip on you? Is it Jesus only? Is there something else holding you down, keeping you from the peace that transcends all understanding? It's important to remember that Philippians wasn't written by, by persons living on easy street. <clears throat> Paul had been stripped of everything. Everything in this world that we humans want. And it was written to a handful of people defending a new faith against a hostile ruling class. But the promise of the scripture is the same now as it was way back then. When we are fully stripped of self, then comes to us from God a life that is a joy to live. Stop thinking about yourself all the time. Carries with it a satisfaction and a peace that are out of this world. You know, so often the peace we're looking for is deliverance from problems. But the peace of God comes from losing ourselves in love for God and others. Lose yourself, love others. Have you experienced this peace? I'm sure some of you have at times. Do you have this peace or is a preoccupation with self keeping you from experiencing it. Paul was at peace. He had no idea what he'd be facing tomorrow, but he knew he wouldn't face it alone. He knew life is good if you're walking with Jesus. 
And whether we're glad or troubled, the Lord is always near. Whether we live in freedom or some kind of captivity, we can rejoice because the Lord is near. Whether our house is solid or shaky, we are adopted by God and we can rejoice because the Lord is near. Whether our finances are booming or busting, we can rejoice because the Lord is near. Whether we feel alone or swamped by people, we can rejoice because the Lord is near. God is always with us. Hallelujah. There isn't any doubt that this world offers lots of anxiety, but Paul's words offer sweet relief. There was a man in the intensive care unit, and he'd just been through a life-saving surgery, but he was experiencing some post-surgical complications, and he was afraid he might die. And he thought about what he had, what he had done and not done in his life. He thought about he, how he got things at any cost, climbed over people going up the ladder and what he had lost. He thought about all the pain he had suffered and all the pain he had inflicted on other people. He asked himself, what is the one thing in my life I always sought after but I could never find? And the answer was easy. He was never able to find peace. And then the hospital chaplain visited and read a passage from the Bible it is Jesus talking to his disciples. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give as the world gives. The man finally got it that he could have Jesus. If he could really get to know Jesus, he would find peace. By relying on Christ, in Christ alone, we will find that peace. It's not about what is going on around us. Surroundings don't make us secure. It isn't money. Not material stuff. It is the sure and certain knowledge that God is always with us. That is the peace that passes all understanding. And even as the world twirls around in turmoil and swirls and there's so much negativity coming from the news, we can have peace as Christians that walk with Jesus. As COVID-19 causes us to change the way we have done just about everything, we can have peace. As haters continue to hate, the storms can be still. We can experience the victory of Christ. If it costs you your peace, it is too expensive. We can't buy peace. Peace is priceless. Not on the market. It has been bought on the cross by God himself when Jesus shed his own blood for you and I.
We would love to have communion some Sunday, but we don't feel it's safe to remember what Jesus did for us. And we don't have to have communion to remember that. Body was broken, his blood was shed for us, that we can have peace. So God is peace, and get this, there's more than enough to go around. Woohoo! He hands it out free. Woohoo! Yeah! Free to anybody that wants it. To anybody who will ask and receive. Praise God. Let us pray. Father God, thank you. Thank you that you give us the opportunity to walk with you, to accept you, to receive you, and to have peace and joy in our lives that we can only find in you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We know it can't be bought, God. We just ask you to walk with us through these troubled times and, and help us to remember it's not all bad. It's not all troubles with you. Things are beautiful. There's beautiful sunsets. There's beautiful weather. There's beautiful love all around. There is so many blessings, Father. And even with COVID, maybe we can learn to love more, to be kinder. And that will give us more peace than we have ever known. Thank you for this word this morning, God, that you've given us. Thank you, Father, for loving us. Amen.